Welcome to GraceWorks, a ministry podcast of Grace Presbytery. Each episode will feature life-giving, heart-opening ministry happening right here through the work of our member churches. I'm your host, Paul Burns. Welcome back, Grace Presbytery. I'm so glad that you're joining in once again uh, for GraceWorks, and I am very pleased to introduce you to the Reverend Shane Webb of Woodhaven Presbyterian Church, and we're going to have some fun this afternoon. You don't even know uh, what we have planned this afternoon, but I do, and it's going to be awesome and fun. And this is like one of the best things I think about being Presbyterian, maybe, is that we can do things like what we're going to talk about today. So, Shane, welcome to GraceWorks. How are you? Hola, buenas tardes. I'm good, Paul. <laughs> I'm so glad that you you are here. You know, Shane and I, we go way back to seminary days. And uh, in fact, we were just at Mo Ranch for the men's conference together, both presenting different subjects. So, and that's where the idea for this podcast for today came from. So, I hope you'll indulge us a little bit as we indulge our conversation with one another about what's going on at Woodhaven Presbyterian Church. First, Shane, I want to ask you, you've been there for a couple of years now at Woodhaven, so you've got the feel for what this church is about. Uh, What's unique about Woodhaven? What's special? Yeah, no, that's a great question, Paul. Woodhaven is a a quirky community. It's one of those beloved uh, purple churches in the sense that it's got more conservative and more liberal folks that are uh, somehow able to worship and and do mission and ministry together, uh, which I think is a beautiful thing. It's also um, slowly becoming multicultural uh, in large part thanks to the help of the Ghanaian Fellowship. So it's it's got its wonderful aspects to it. It's full of good folks. My favorite part of being a pastor is the church people. And the most frustrating part about being a pastor is the church people, but I love the community. Careful, Shane. They're listening. Um, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this year, this last year has been, to say the least, it's been unique. Uh, To say the most, it's been horrible for a lot of people. There's been a lot of deaths. There's been a lot of burnout. And in my experience with pastors, it has been a particularly tough year. Could you talk a little bit about what your experience as a pastor during COVID and 2020 and all its you know, unusualness and difficulties has been for you? Sure. Yeah. Let me let me start out by saying it sucked. And and mainly for those those things you were highlighting, you know, we had an, a number of deaths, most of which weren't COVID related. Um, but then there was the difficulty of, you know, how do we have a funeral and where are we going to do it? And you know who can come and and what does that look like with covid restrictions so so that was uh, difficult and, and then you know trying to make the hard decisions about protocol with the elders and how are we going to do what and and then learning on the fly you know how to do zoom meetings and uh record worship and all these things that that you know they didn't teach us in seminary what's up with that who who knew I hope in future future uh, seminary training they have pandemic uh, 101 training for pastors. Oh, you didn't take that course? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I must have missed it. I missed that elective. Well, but you you did in seminary perhaps learn a little bit about what we're going to talk about next. So you've started a new ministry at Woodhaven, and it, just just tell us what this new ministry is that's been going on. How did it start? Just to talk a little bit about what what your ministry is. Sure. So. So Paul is talking about a ministry that I very much enjoy that's that's close to my heart and it's called pub theology. And it's it's not something new to me. I, I've been doing it for quite some time. I, I started it when I was out in East Texas at First Presbyterian Mount Pleasant. Uh, we did pub theology there for a number of years uh, before I came to Woodhaven. And to summarize what pub theology is, is we we gather around a meal and some drinks, and we go outside of the church to a bar or a pub or a restaurant, and we have intentional conversations that are intentionally talking about difficult issues, whether that's uh, racism or sexuality or some hot political issue of the day and and work to discuss our our views and our perspective and how they relate back to our faith while respectfully disagreeing uh, with other people not not having a date debate but trying to have a healthy dialogue uh, that respects wherever uh, a person is regardless of their faith, background, creed, gender, sexuality, you know, however they identify, we want it to be a place where they can come and discuss um, these difficult issues. Mm -hmm. So you're looking for, you know, in a sense, something with a little bit more safety and uh, maybe comfort that allows people to talk about some stuff that is hard to talk about in church. Yeah. And that that leads me to, to the other aspect of pub theology, um, one one thing that can help break down barriers is a good beer. Aha! Uh-huh. Now I like I like the way you're thinking, Shane. I've got you. You crack one open. I've got one here. Boom! All right. What do you What do you got? What are you drinking there? So I, I have with me today a three star stout with bourbon pecans. And this is an interesting beer that I haven't tried before, but it is a beer that's out of Cisco, Texas, which happens to be within the bounds of Grace Presbytery. So I thought that would be appropriate for our conversation today. Mine is not from Grace Presbytery. Mine is uh, Franziskaner Weissbier from Germany. Um, But I figure, you know, there's something of a reformer quality to it. In fact, there's a monk on the bottle, but look at the look at the mug that I'm pouring it into. Can you see whose face is on there? No, I can't quite make it out. It's John Calvin. Ah, so look at this. I'm I'm blending reformers here from the German. You know, Luther was quite the beer drinker, and you might have heard quite the theologian uh, as well. And Calvin was too, though he was a wine drinker. But I'm going to allow this today. So I've got uh, my beer. You've got your beer. I put, there's way too much foam at the top of mine right now. But cheers, Shane. Say something theological. Lahayim. Yeah, to life. That's theological. All right. Oh, that's good. All right. Uh, for you listeners out there, I just invite you, if this is something that is appropriate for you, and uh, to crack open a beer or something and, and join us, 
uh, as we talk a little bit more. So when it comes to the theology part of this, do you do you bring in particular theologians or, or simply speak about God in a context? Yeah, so it's more more of the latter. In, in the questions, uh, there is a resource for pub theology that provides uh, questions um, that you can use, and they provide them every week. In our case, we only meet uh, once a month, and we happen to be meeting this last Thursday of the month at the Ginger Man in Las Colinas at 630, if anyone would like to join us. Uh, and I, I highly recommend it. Uh, but getting back to your question, um, we try to, to relate uh, most of our questions. The goal is to try in some way relate it back to your faith and, and your upbringing and where you're at on your faith journey. We do sometimes quote theologians or pastors that are on the news to help get it into that that sense, but we don't necessarily uh, force it on people, but but we encourage that whatever we're talking about, we, we challenge people to, even if they're atheist, how does that relate to believing there there's not a God? Um, so it's in that way, it's it's open because wherever your faith is, whatever that looks like, your discussion and your viewpoints are valid. And we ask whatever level of faith you have or lack thereof, that you relate some of those questions and discussions back to your faith journey. And who participates in this, Shane? That's a that's a good question. So we have a core group uh, from our church that are faithful in attending and, and coming to the events, even though for the past year they've they've all been on Zoom. Uh, but we've we've still always had two or more gathered to discuss questions and uh, deal with matters of the heart. And so that's that's been quite fun. But outside of Woodhaven members, we have members that have joined us that are at Grace Plano Presbyterian Church and Canyon Creek. Uh, as well as other Presbyterian churches here in Grace. Uh, But then we also have community members. We regularly have people that we've never met before that heard about it from a friend or saw our ad on Facebook and and come and join us. And we usually have someone outside of our group participating, which makes uh, the conversation uh, so much better because it breaks us out of our our bubbles and, and we're not getting in those same loops that we always discuss at Sunday school and after worship. And, you know, we tend to have those same feedback loops. And when you introduce uh, new people, that kind of breaks those cycle and forces you to listen in in a different way. So what kind of impact has this had on Woodhaven to have this kind of ongoing conversation? So, you know, I want to be honest that that not everybody uh, loves that their their pastor is leading pub theology. Uh, we we still have some some wonderful blue haired ladies that cringe uh, every time I bring it up in the announcements because you know they don't think it's proper to have have beer and Bible uh, together. You know which which is understandable. Of course, I have a different opinion on the matter, but uh, we we respect other viewpoints, so uh, we we honor that. But it has been encouraging to members of Woodhaven to get outside the church and engage their faith in restaurants and pubs, and and they really enjoy doing it. And they've enjoyed, you know, getting to know each other in a different way and listening to each other, uh, but then also practicing listening to strangers and people that we aren't familiar with. 
And the men's workshop that was at Mo Ranch, I titled Beer Evangelism because pub theology is just one way to get outside of the walls of the church and and do an informal uh, ministry that allows people to kind of dip their toes into a faith community. You know, other examples that are here in our presbytery, or at least used to be, are uh, beer and hymns that uh, Preston Hollows used to do, and that hopefully they and and maybe First Dallas will bring back uh, as the pandemic ends. And then out in East Texas, there's a theology on tap group uh, that has more of a theological uh, lecture discussion where they have pastors speak about some of these hot issues in a panel format. Uh, and then they invite the other participants to ask questions and engage and participate in that way. So it's more of a, you know, here's here are some different views on this subject. What questions do you have for these pastors and theologians? So it's it's a different format than, than pub theology. Um, but all of these are good examples of what uh, the church can be doing to do something new and innovative and reach out to people that that they probably never reached before in a way that is evangelistic, but also it's not so in your face. It's very relaxed. Uh, and a lot of people are like, hey, you're talking about the Bible and drinking beer. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, and, and that's, you know, in that sense, too, it breaks down the barriers of I'm not ready to step into a church, but but I'll come have a drink with you. And are you counting that as church attendance when you do your your numbers for the annual report? No, but that's a great idea. So thank you for that, Paul. I approve of that. So, you know, as you, you know, you're coming out of this year where you had to do this on Zoom. And so as you go out to, you know, into the public with this, what what message is it that you hope gets into the public about what you're doing? when you're at the next pub you go to? Oh, excellent question. So the the beauty of this is that when we go into the pub or a restaurant and people hear, you know, what we're doing, um, even if they don't come join us, you know, they tend to ask questions. And, you know, it's, it's amazing how many people have a view of Christians that is very puritanical and, you know, they don't drink and they don't cuss and, and they don't do these things. Well, you know, here's here's a group of people of faith uh, getting together, you know, having a beer, enjoying food and fellowship together, but also discussing faith and the Bible and theology and and having a good time doing it in a in a respectful and kind of relaxed setting. Uh, and so, you know, I think it's it's putting a good foot forward. And we specifically are are hoping to reach out to people that are in that none or done category that that they've been part of the church, but they got burnt and they want nothing more to do with it, or, you know, they're not interested in the church um, and don't have any desire to go or see what church is about or like. Um, And so we hope that this is a way to give them an entry into a faith community. It sounds like evangelism to me. And right. Just, just don't tell the Presbyterians, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Well, gosh, if evangelism looks like this, maybe it will catch on uh, right. even more. So you've got a you've got a chance here, Shane, to speak to the Presbytery. Every single member of the Presbytery always listens to this podcast. So 
Um, yeah, as they should. <laughs> I'm being facetious, but someday. What what message do you want to to say to the Presbytery? It doesn't have to be about this. It could be anything. What what do you feel led to say to the Presbytery to, today? Right on. Well, you know, I do want to stay on topic because you know I was I was taught in seminary that it's good to have a focus, and that's that's a challenge for me all the time. So. So my thoughts are, you know, this this is the kind of ministry, and it doesn't have to be beer evangelism. Uh, you know, you could use wine. No, but you you don't need to have alcohol. But but something to the effect where your church, in some way, is getting outside of the four walls and and reaching people in a way that is appealing, um, that would make them curious about, hey, what is this? Presbyterian church that you're part of, and and why are you out quilting in the park together? There's a number of different ways that we can get outside of our churches and and do ministry that is fun and appealing and catches the curiosity of the community around us. And so it doesn't have to be pub theology. I know uh, some of the the men at the conference were interested in trying to bring uh, pub theology or or one of the other. Uh, beer evangelism varieties to to their church, and I do encourage that, but I don't want it to be limited to to beer because I know for some people that's that's a non-starter. And there's so many creative ways uh, you can do ministries like that. And I think if if our churches are doing that, whether they're you know 20 people on Sunday morning or 2,000, there's a way to do this well that's authentic to your church and your people and post-pandemic um, that's the kind of stuff that's going to help us uh, build community and reach out to those that are lost lonely and hurting thank you shane i think that we ought to bring pub theology at, into our next presbytery meeting i think that would be interesting uh, yeah. for the breakout sessions so lastly i'm going to give you this this last word here as well we've spoken to the presbytery but speak specifically to the pastors who have had shared this rough year with you what would you like to say to the pastors pastors be good be good to yourselves um give give yourselves a break you know i wasn't great about self-care during the pandemic and and i've paid for it in a number of ways so uh you know keep up good self-care uh you've been through a lot you've had to do a lot of uh thinking on your feet um, so, so give yourself a good, well-needed break. Uh, well done, good and faithful servants. Uh, I'm proud of all of you, and I'm glad that you are my colleagues. Uh, I, I want you to hear that I'm proud of you. And uh, if you need anything, I'll I'll be happy to have a beer with you or a conversation uh, at any any time as as we finally get to the other side of of this pandemic. My heart and my spirit are with you. Thank you, Shane. Thanks for being on GraceWorks. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, this was fun. It was fun. And uh, we've, we've still got a little bit left in our glass to go. So we'll just continue our conversation after this recording. But I want to just say to everybody out there in Grace Presbytery, stay thirsty for God, my friends. This has been GraceWorks. If you would like to share the grace-filled work of your congregation, please contact me at revpaulburns at gmail.com.